what's up, my dudes? What's up, dudes? What's up, dudes? Welcome, man. The season finale here. Recap. Championships are done. Um, welcome into the show. Happy to be here. And yeah. happy New Year's, boys. Happy New Year's. <laughs> We're in, in person once again. Yep. To wrap up the season. Or at least the fantasy season. Um, happy to be here. Hey, Garrett. Good to be back at it. You had some good results, Braden. You had some good results. I didn't have any results, so it's yeah. fine. I'm, I'm all good. Um, but yeah, we made we made it here. Um, do we want to get into recaps right away, or why not? That's, it, as as a as a little spoiler, the second half of the show here. Last year we did the cereal taste testing bracket. It was legendary. And we combined eight different cereals, figured out the best one, which was, I believe, the uh, Golden Grams and Reese's Puff combination. Unbelievable. But there's there's a lot of good ones. There, there, there's a lot of good ones. Um, this year, we're going to be doing a frozen pizza taste testing. So stick around for the end for that. We're going to eat it frozen. Nope. That's we're going to cook it. <laughs> going to cook it. Uh, we're going to eat it hot. We'll, we'll cut it all together. It should be a, a good time. To confirm, Reese's Puffs Golden Grams was oh that was the winner was the winner legend. Yeah. Second place was uh, cinnamon, cinnamon toast, toast crunch, crunch and waffle, waffle crisp. Yeah, that's oh, correct. That I mean, that is a, just a sugar <laughs> overload. Yeah. If you need one bowl, go with that. If you need more than one bowl, you know the, the Reese's Puff Golden Gram. Love it. Excellent advice. Sounds <laughs> hankering for a few bowls, you know. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, let's get let's get into it. The Gimme Some League. It was a two week final. It was basically everything was within a two or three points going into the, the championship week. And Garrett, you pulled out the third place win over Keaton. I did. I, was, I, I needed two point six from Tucker Craft on, on Sunday night. Wasn't sure I was going to get it. Like first drive, two point eight, yeah. secured the win. Had a boy. Uh, but more importantly, unfortunately for Braden, comes up just a hair short. Um, and Tom is the league champion, the best team in the league. Finally, it's true. He's finally the best team in the league. I, I'm a little happy that he gets to keep this name and actually be true going into for a full summer now, full, full year going into next fall. And uh, congrats, Tom. Yeah, it, it was always such a bold team name. But, yep, like you said, he, he pulled it off. It was definitely a heartbreaker, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, I couldn't have made any different moves that I did and he he earned it his team put up a great couple weeks and it just just fell short so congrats Tom I mean that's it's freaking awesome man dude CD just absolutely took over the took league. my soul yeah. CD and Debo <laughs> C- and, and he had a big game from Pacheco he has Dak too right and Dak yeah. was just money for a while there and he has Stroud he's got Stroud yeah but yeah he he put up 130 in the final week. Braden put up 122, something like that. Yeah. So, you know, they both put up strong efforts. Me, I put up 159 uh, in my fifth place <laughs> matchup. So, just wrecked them. Dominated 130 the previous week. This was my league for the taking, but wasn't meant to be. It wasn't it's meant fine. to be. It's fine. <laughs> um, but most importantly, in the last place game, Eric was down by 20 going into this week. Lost by another 20. Jeez. Just really fell off a cliff at the end of the year here. And, and he's going to he's gonna have to go through with the, the presentation punishment. And Eric doesn't seem like the type of guy to, like, I don't know, go out of his way. Like, uh, like it, I don't know, he seems more introverted. Like, he doesn't interact with the league a whole lot. Not not to the level that Tom did when he right. first started. Uh, but there's there's few that do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Justin's certainly probably the most active at this point. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, <laughs> no, yeah. Nobody else really does anything. <laughs> and we got to take it off Facebook. I think that's the problem. Yeah. Either way, I, I'm excited to see what Eric comes up with. Uh, Eric is historically one of the better owners in the league. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think he has a ton of wins in terms of championships, but he's always competitive. Uh, he had a really good team this year, and, great. and now now he's doing the last place punishment. I mean, with That's like great, four man. weeks to go, I was like, Eric's the team to beat. Yeah, and he good. just couldn't limp into the playoffs, and then he just pooped, pooped his pants in the, in the actual playoffs. <laughs> pooped his pants. So, <laughs> bring it tight, Beats. Yeah, Justin is safe, or not Justin, Matt is safe in this league. Justin is safe in the Shit Dynasty That's League. A shocker. Wow. Well, dude, 41 <laughs> points from Lamar. Yeah, it's game it's over. Game over. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go from worst to first here in the Shit Dynasty League. Yep. Uh, we had Corbin and Justin facing off a battle of two of the worst teams I've ever seen. That's t- terrible. And, and we just mentioned Justin. He won. He had Lamar Jackson. Corbin, he put up like 67. Yeah. As expected. As expected. Last place, he will be traveling all the way to Moorhead, Minnesota to get an extra large Eminem Blizzard this offseason. I thought both teams were going to have a fight first to 70. 70 was going to definitely win this matchup. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And uh, Justin just 41 from Lamar, 25 from Pacheco, blows it out of the water. Corbin thankfully took a job in Moorhead with me. So he's going to be in Moorhead frequently. This is going to be an easy punishment to, for him to achieve the actual eating of the blizzard, though. I think that's going to be the hard part. Absolutely. That, that's, uh, that's, that's a difficult task on its own. We were just all hoping that Justin would have to do the 12-hour trip to Fargo from Denver <laughs> and then the 12-hour trip back. That, that would have been just an incredible punishment, especially for <laughs> going damn near winless the entire year yeah uh, that would have been a great cap to it but he got a win when he needed one <laughs> he had to be so relieved he's like i'm gonna blow a whole weekend driving to Borhead to get this xl blizzard at least i'll have enough to make it the whole ride back because it's xl but <laughs> just drinking it by the time he <laughs> yeah so uh yeah congrats to justin sucks to be corbin in the third fourth place matchup garrett you prevailed again yeah um a couple of third places so you're getting your money back this year um you, you unfortunately beat my man dr piss yeah i did uh, who had a cinderella story of a season but he finishes in fourth place rookies just kind of fell off at the end for him yeah and normally that's when they they pick it up yeah. you know your guys Jaden reed you got you know rashi rice these second round you know fantasy picks they were the ones who kept it up but uh no his, his guys fell off the cliff a little bit um, and then in the championship game, it was within three points. And Keaton pulls it off back-to-back championships. Damn. It's the first year of an Empire League. <laughs> so if he wins next year, reset, this we'll reset the whole league. <laughs> Two years the in. Empire pot, and it's three straight shifts for him. That's crazy. Uh, Taylor falls three points short, gets second place. McCaffrey just didn't have enough juice He didn't in, have a McCaffrey, McCaffrey kind of game, so... Yeah, I mean, eleven points from McCaffrey is a disappointment every time. It is, and it's 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 a win for everybody, every other player that's not a quarterback. So, uh, t- tough to see, even tougher to see that I would have beat them both. <laughs> uh, if Cortland Sutton just didn't put up a goose egg against Keaton, uh, I'd be sitting here as a champion and feeling really good about myself. But that's how fantasy goes. There's always there's always that one start sit somewhere in the year that would have that would have changed everything. Yeah. And and the other thing is, if Nick didn't gift Keaton Mike, Mike Evans, Evans yeah. right before, like a minute before the trade deadline, <sighs> after week fourteen, uh, 
yeah, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have gotten he wouldn't have beat me. He wouldn't have beat Garrett. He yeah. wouldn't have got the championship. It's all these what if scenarios. It's a lot of what ifs. It's one move. One move is all it takes, and he, he made the move he needed to, and, and won because of it. Hats so. off to him. Hats off to Keaton. And and the fact that Joe Flacco outscored Dak Prescott this week and he outscored John, Josh, Josh Allen, Allen the, the previous before. week. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what really did it. It was really the Joe Flacco pick up and start and the boldness to start him two weeks in a row, going against oh, the yeah. Jets this week in the championship. Yeah, he, Crazy. he he changed his player name to Flack Around and Find Out. <laughs> so just perfect. I mean, even looking at um, T. Johnson's team here, I mean – he could have, you know, very easily started Jaden Reed over Tyler Lockett, and that would have made a massive difference in the matchup. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's just it's such margins, and you just hope you make the right moves, and it's it's a heartbreak. It's heartbreaking, man. But we just come back for more every single year. Exactly. Now <laughs> we get into the off season. We've got you know our draft lottery coming up. Yeah, you know, we've got our back six picks set. Our top six picks are lottery odds, and. Both Corbin and Eli were stocking up on picks this year. Corbin ends up with the best odds at the 101, the 103, and the 107. Eli ends up with the best odds for the 104, 106, 109, and 111. So these guys, seven out of the 12 picks. That's a lot lot of picks in the first round here. Four lottery picks. Yeah, I mean, if Corbin can come up with one, two, or even one, three, and stay where he's at, I mean, that's a a team-changing. Yeah. Potential right there. Marvin Harrison, you know, potentially Caleb Williams at the 103, 104. Neighbors. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good wide receivers. There's going to be a running back or two that yeah, pop for up. sure. You know, we haven't done all of our research on the 24 rookie class yet. <laughs> not, not quite. <laughs> We've been a little busy. Dabbling. <laughs> no, but it, no, that's what we'll, we'll be getting into in the offseason. You know, oh, got yeah. the NFL draft show. You know, yep. we got the rookies stuff. So there's going to be some, some potential league changes here. And yeah, we'll have to figure it out. That chair move is definitely going to sound like a fart. Oh, nice, Garrett. <laughs> Good cover up, Garrett. Yeah. Totally Got him. moved his chair. <laughs> All right, Garrett, what else do we got? What, what, what do we got next year? Uh, me and Braden and were in other championships this week. Tell us. Um, I, I was in a dynasty championship where I made all those trades we talked about last week. I came up with like a 70 point performance and he just went with like for 135 or something that uh, Jaron Hall, strong 0.75 points, terrible on pod decision last week. <laughs> it didn't matter. It didn't matter. I could have started Flacco and I still would have been losing by, by 45 points. There was never a chance. I was happy just to be there. That's a back to back winner in that league too. But Braden, how'd you fare? Uh, I was lucky enough to pull it off in, in my dynasty league. I was able to edge out uh, the top seed and the, the toughest team in the league throughout the year. I also had Christian McCaffrey, uh, 130.3 to 119.86. So I did, I pulled one off boys for the, that's huge for the pod. We got, we got, we got one win here combined. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's not bad. We had some, we had some good places throughout the rest of the leagues though. So, yeah. oh yeah, we had strong teams. We gave out strong advice. It's, yeah. it's a lot of luck that's involved in a lot of luck. That one, yeah. that one move, that one start sit, that one changes everything. Yep. So. But yeah, otherwise, uh, I thought we'd go over a little league history, just kind of give a little recap where we've been the last couple of years, sure. uh, and then we'll kind of get into just how we fared everywhere else, kind of throughout the rest sure. of the year, and kind of wrap up our fantasy betting through the year. See how we did? Sure. All right, take us through it. Uh, give me some league. Obviously. Uh, Tom wins it this year. Braden gets second. I get third. Strong showing all the way around, especially for the pod. Oh, yeah. 
two two in the top two in the top three and Zach, like you said, would have won the whole damn thing had he had he made it to the playoffs. <laughs> um, last year, Braden, you took home uh, first. So then it was Keaton and Zach. The year before, Justin first, Matt and Zach. Twenty twenty, it was Garrett, or so it was me, Keaton, and Chris. Twenty nineteen, I won again. Me, Tom, Eric. And then it was Justin, me, and Matt. So, man, I'm just looking back over the last five years, and I have. A second, two first, a third now. Brayden, you won the league last year and immediately follow up with second. Zach, I see your name on here a lot. It's always third. Um, so it's <laughs> tough, third. but uh, it's, it's a competitive league, guys. And we it was great to uh, swap Mitch for Luke. Uh, Luke needs to figure out his <laughs> fab um, and how that works. I think he, I think he finished the season with $99 fab <laughs> remaining. <laughs> So, I think he used one dollar of gold combat like yeah. week one, and yeah. never did it again. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. We'll see if that improves. But other than that, I mean, this has been super competitive. We're always near the top. Keaton's name's on there a lot too. He's a great owner. Keaton's a great Elite owner. Elite football mind. Yep. Um, I do want to point out we have a Mitch listener. The way who is in our league, a different Mitch. Yeah, a different Mitch. <laughs> he got last three out of four years and was kicked out. So uh, we're happy to have Luke in here, and I, I think we're going to be set for, for a little while. I think we're going to be set for a while. Should Dynasty League, this is year three of the league. Uh, Braden won the first year. Inaugural season, big win. Uh, Jesse and then Tom and John finished third. Last year, that uh, stupid co-champs, Keaton and Nick. Ridiculous ending. Uh, followed by Tom and John again, another third place. Wow. And then we kind of said it this year already, uh, but Keaton takes it, followed by Taylor, and then uh, I take third. So finally on the podium, Woo. Uh, Keaton back-to-back champs, like we said. So it's going to be interesting going next season, seeing how this thing changes up. And we, we might we may have a whole, new, a whole new league, a whole new draft. So we'll see if uh, some of the bottom feeders try to uh, feed into that a little bit and see if they can make it happen or... How competitive we have to be just to stop Keaton. Yeah, and I was really rooting for, for Tom John to get third every year. Like, that would have been great. They had a strong team. I thought they were going to first round by. They end up getting the worst overall like draft pick, the, the 107, because they, they lost in the first round, and they were a, a lower seed than, than Jesse, I believe. So, um, yeah, that's a fun little tidbit there. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Um, I mean, that's basically everything we have for the fantasy season. I'm going to run through the betting spreadsheet here. It's a lot of numbers, but we'll see how we fared. And uh, if you want to skip ahead to the pizza at this point, (laughs) go ahead and do that. Yeah, this is just our our check on how we did all year with with kind of our uh, dank flex plays, our stone cold picks of the week, you know, other bold takes that we had throughout the year. So good time to reflect. Yeah, so we... Obviously, do our start sit sleepers. Um, we fared pretty well um, overall. We did better than last year in terms of total points uh, mm-hmm. combined for us. Uh, the top score of Braden last year had twenty nine to my twenty eight and a half. This year, me and Braden tied twenty eight. Zach at twenty five and a half total combined points for the start sit sleeper random. Uh, Braden won the starts eight point five. Out of 17 weeks? Yeah. Take it. That's 50%. It's not easy. Yeah. You're hitting it. Um, Zach, you were right there with eight. Me and you, Zach, topped the start or sits with 10. That's great. That, that's, that's really good. good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, we're typically picking top 20 guys that we'd sit. And 
we're, we're finding it almost every week. I'm curious what guy was like the most often picked for a sit. Probably at the end of the year, Tony Pollard. I mean, he, he was getting picked a lot. DeAndre Swift, I think, was getting picked a lot. Joe Mixon, I think, was our number one. <laughs> Joe Mixon. And, and the thing oh, is, yeah. he actually played pretty great this year. Yeah. yeah. So that one was like a real 50-50 on if it was bad or not. But I'm trying to see who else we got. Puka was on here quite a bit near the end. Yeah, I I think I think we, we we got him though. You know, Najee Harris, Ramondre Stevenson earlier in the year, Devontae guys, Adams. Yep, but, had some uh, rough performances there. But Braden, you had seven and a half, not too far behind. The sleepers. This is where Zach really uh, separated himself from the group. Uh, <laughs> he had five to my eight. Braden's nine, so Braden won another category. Randoms were truly random. Three, three, and two and a half. So yeah. no no real advantage there. Um. But overall, pretty good year. It's it's funny to like look back at last year, and we're only one pick off or half a pick off. Or Zach, you're the only one that improved. Um, Consistency. Three three <laughs> extra picks right this year, so we got a pretty good sample now, too. You know, it's, we got a good sample. We, we, we're gonna know our percentages about. We're we're gonna we're gonna land at about that fifty percent mark, which is I think that's pretty good. And I think it it helps to see where you're good at and where you can lean on other people. Yes. Like yeah. I'm good at identifying a sit for the week. I'm not good at identifying a sleeper. So yeah. <laughs> I, I can, you know, use that knowledge to, to help make different decisions in the future. Absolutely. I have to say, I bet Josh Downs is probably the most often oh, called yeah. sleeper. Uh, def- <laughs> definitely for a while there. I think he, he had three consecutive weeks for sure. I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and, that, he, and then I see that Zach picked him two more times at some point. Yeah. Those, those were um, wrong picks. So yeah. Fine. So Josh Downs was on here a good five, six times. And that's, uh, that's quite a bit throughout the year. Rashid Shahid was on there a lot too. <laughs> Never <laughs> wanted it to happen. Rashid Shahid <laughs> had, had a few there. Uh, we definitely hit him on the wrong weeks. Um, the other thing that we participated in was the pigskin pick'em. Just on ESPN, Brayden did not really contribute near <laughs> no. the end of the year. Had had a few zeros. Uh, clearly didn't pick anything. I edged out Zach. Uh, one sixty one to one sixty in terms of total picks right throughout the year. Uh, it, it was really close, Brayden. You got one nineteen, but, but you didn't I, play I, on three. You, you didn't or play four at least weeks. three weeks. Um, I mean, Zach, we 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 went. We we did pretty good. I mean, we were. Uh, What's our percentile? One ninety four point seven, ninety three point seven. I so mean, top seven eight percent. But really, it's probably like top <laughs> twenty or thirty. Yeah, because everybody that falls off by not doing this for the year. Exactly. Unless we have something to actually do it for and track it like the pod. Yeah. There's no way I'd make 17 weeks of pick. So, <laughs> Braden, I understand why it's like that. We could go one more week. It's a little bit harder next week, and it's not fantasy related. But I mean, since I'm down by one week, I'm absolutely going to yeah. say yes. We're doing one more for so, week 18. Uh, I was 161 and 95. So, Zach, you're 160 and 96. Okay. That, that's it's pre- wow. pretty good. Yeah. I mean... I mean, these are just straight money lines. Money yeah, lines. You, you should be able to get these right. You should be able to get the time. Yeah, at least half the favorites every time. Yeah. But the most important here, what's the next betting? Was the ESPN Eliminator Challenge, uh, <laughs> where me and Brayden, as our homer selves, picked uh, the Vikes to beat the Bucks week one, and they didn't. Zach made it all the way to week three, yeah. <laughs> where he uh, picked Dallas to over win. Over Arizona. And, over Arizona, and they lost. Crazy. Yikes. So I lasted two weeks. That's all I needed, baby. Can't wait for next year. Uh, <laughs> on to the my guys. This is going to be interesting. Gonna, I haven't looked at this. It's going to be interesting. Is, yes. it, it, it turned around a little bit for us, especially yeah. when we're kind of 
swapping out some running backs. Uh, Braden, you had originally picked JK, got hurt in the first week. We tracked James Cook for you for the rest of the year. Um, that was your other guy you were contemplating. Uh, Zach, you had picked Alexander Madison, but then also wanted to pick Rashad White. Dude, <laughs> your, just, your, second, was, your second pick was way better. I was yeah. a Rashad White stand all offseason. Traded for him in Dynasty. I had him equal with Brees Hall going into the draft. I was like, do I pick Brees Hall? Do I pick Rashad White? I go Brees Hall. I don't really regret it because Brees has those high ceilings. Right. And if Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt, it's a great pick. But, no, Rashad White, unbelievable this year. I just wish I could have, you know, had more shares of him. Right. Ended up with what, a top five, for sure top five running back. He, he finished as RB5 Crazy. in half-point PPR. He didn't, yeah, I was, a, I was a hater. Yeah. You prove me wrong. So – just to quickly go over it, uh, two, we'll go over our, our picks here. Um, my quarterback was Tua. He was ranked 12, finished QB 10, uh, QB 19 in points per game. So not great. He would definitely let you down a lot. Uh, I had a bolder pick of uh, uh, CJ Stroud, finished as QB 12, QB 11 in points per game. Um, so pretty solid there. Um Zach, you had Justin Herbert for your quarterback, finished QB 16, QB 13 in points per game. Uh, you had Purdy as your as your boulder, who finished at QB 6. Our bold picks were great here. Yeah. Um, QB 8 in points per game. Braden, you had Justin Fields, QB 17. He was QB 9 points per game. It was solid, but he was ranked 7, so he underperformed slightly. Uh, you picked Sam Howell, who finished at QB 13. Fell off hard QB at the 22 end. At the but... end. Fell off really hard at the end. <laughs> that should have easily been a top 10 performance. He was number four or three for a while there throughout the year. For running backs, I went with Brees Hall. Uh, RB6 on the year. Shocking. Yeah, RB10 in points per game. The guys that slid up there were like the Devon Achans and stuff like that. Those oh. kind of weird guys who had big weeks right off the beginning. Um, but yeah, Brees, great year. Great uh, pick. I had Boulder, Zach Charbonnet. Didn't even look it up. It wasn't no, good. Not worth it. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, Zach, your, uh, your running back was Alexander Madison. Uh, finished as RB36, RB45 in points per game. Getting benched will do that to you. Yeah. Uh, you had Devon Achan as That's a bold goal. pick, and That's he a... finished as RB22, RB4 in points per game. Yeah. And he wow. played. I mean, a, fi- a 50 pointer skews it a little bit. But still, he had over 20 in three or four other weeks. He was incredible. Uh, Braden, you had J.K. Dobbins, uh, fell off after week one. Five (laughs) plays into week one. (laughs) Like we said, we were going to start tracking, uh, James Cook for you. Finished just RB10, um, RB17 in points per game. So, solid running back throughout the year. Uh, really let you down in the championship, though, if he got you there. Last Uh, two weeks. Last two weeks, five and 4.9. Very boomer bust. So, that should have easily been, like, number eight, number seven, something like that, too. Good tanks, Bigsby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's a complete he, fail. He, he ended up also getting benched, and that was not worth looking up. And I did point out an even bolder pick than Achan. Um, I was giving a shout out to Kyron Williams before the season started. You were. I listened. Yeah. You, you listened to the tapes, and he, what RB two? Yeah, yeah, yeah unbelievable. RB three. RB three. Yeah, yeah. Behind, uh, behind Moster. Oh, oh yeah. you've always been a Kyron. But def- definitely RB two points per game. Okay, he was incredible. Um, and one more RB stat, Garrett. You, you had it on the podcast uh, outline, but it was about Christian McCaffrey. Yes, that's right. The, I'll, I'll read it. Yeah, out yeah, for go you. for it. So the gap between Christian McCaffrey and Raheem Mostert, the RB one and RB two, is larger than the gap between Mostert and Chuba Hubbard. RB twenty eight. Oh my god! Insane. 
And he has to still – I haven't checked, but I'm assuming he's still the number one player in fantasy over any quarterback. He's, he's, got, he's got to be. Yeah, he's got to be right there. I mean, I think he fell off just with this – Oh, with this 11 point 11 game. Point that, that'll yeah. do that. Uh, Josh Allen. But then Josh Allen didn't really – Jalen Hurts could have passed too. But, yeah. that um, Insane. Absolute game changer. Yeah, Josh Allen won, Christian McCaffrey two. Wow, very close. Uh, going on to wide receivers – I had Calvin Ridley, ranked 16 at the beginning, finished wide receiver 24, wide receiver 31 in points per game. He was just hit or miss all year. He was a he was a weird player. He felt yeah. very like Mike Williams. Yeah, boom but, bust. And had great games. He had some great booms, but you never started him. And then when never, he did, yeah, he, he would always bust. Yeah. Uh, JSN was my bold pick, finished at wide receiver 47, the worst rookie wide receiver that we picked here. Um, Zach, you had Devonta Smith ranked wide receiver 13 on the start of the year. He finished at 18, number 21 in points per game. Disappointing year from him, too, but, like... He'll take that, He'll take that. He, he, he came on at the end of the picked year. Picked him as an RB2, finished as an RB2. It's or wide it. receiver 2. Yeah, wide receiver 2. Um, you had Addison as your bolder pick, and he finished as wide receiver 23. Wow. A good year for Addison. Probably even better in points per game? Maybe not. Uh, Maybe probably not. Oh, yeah, he yeah. played all the he played, he played almost every week. Yeah, I got rough there for a little so, bit. So, wide receiver 2. Yeah. Braden, you had DK ranked our uh, wide receiver fifteen, finished wide receiver fifteen. That's exactly that's exactly. It's, it's not what you want as your my guy, but at the same time, you, you can't be mad with it. You you got exactly what you drafted. Very finished surprising. eighteen in points per game. I mean, he, he got it done for you most of the year. He was he was you wanted to start him. Yeah, you weren't going to bench him. He was a roller coaster where he was just like it seemed like he had no ceiling, and all of a sudden he blow up, and yeah. then it was yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Down year from Gino, but DK got you exactly what you drafted him at. And then Flowers, you had for your Boulder pick, and he finished as wide receiver twenty-seven. Had some big games there, a league winner at the end there. Insane, eighteen-point performances to cap the year off. And man, were we rough on our picks for tight end, but so money on our Boulder picks. Yeah, Uh, we went with Tyler Hig. I went with Tyler Higby. He finished at tight end 19 spots lower. My Boulder ranked number thirty was Jake Ferguson, who finished as tight end to eight. Amazing. Zach, you had Pat Fryermuth ranked at eight, finished as twenty-one. He was hurt for a lot of the year. Hurt for a lot of the year. Your Boulder pick was Sam Laporta, tight end one, Woo! ranked nineteen on the year. That, that's a, that's one of the biggest jumps I think I've ever seen at tight end. I mean, that, that came out of nowhere. He's a rookie, and he's a rookie. That never happens. Never for happens for rookie tight ends. Insane. And Braden, you pick looked bad all year <laughs> until about week nine. David and Joku <laughs> finishes tight end five. Definitely tight end one from week nine or ten on. This is your stat yeah, that you had last week, week seven last week. And then I think he had a big week, you know, last two weeks. So I just, think that probably made Yeah, massive. Gets up to tight end five on the year. Also a league winner. Uh, your boulder was Craig Dulcich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he played a game. <laughs> he barely played I, I didn't all. look it up. I knew it wasn't good. <laughs> I, did, I did a little reverse action of what you guys I mean, again, I, I think that we gave fairly good advice there. Uh, when they were playing, you, you could – Rely on Herbert. You can rely on Fields. Tua, not so much. Um, that's a magical that, 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 ding that, that, right that, there. That's one pizza done. <laughs> There's five coming, and it smells amazing in here. So we got to hurry this shit up. <laughs> but overall, I, th- I was pretty happy with uh, how, how we did there. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the year, we tracked KC or uh, Chiefs, Giants, <laughs> and Patriots receivers <laughs> um, to see who was going to be the best receiver. We did oh not gosh. pick any of them correct, except for Zach Kendrick Bourne, yes. <laughs> who was the highest scoring Patriots receiver with 81.5 points. He only played six weeks, eight seven, weeks, eight weeks. 
half the season. He played half the season, and he was their highest receiver with 81 <laughs> points. Now, Braden was – Garrett was shocked I picked Kendrick Bourne. And he was even more shocked with Braden's pick of Demario Douglas, who was one point behind him. Yeah. <laughs> Demario Douglas was the second highest scoring Patriot receiver on the year. 80.4. Um, I had picked Tyquan Thornton. He finished with 20.7 points <laughs> for the year. Uh, a, a receiver in the middle who was the next best that we didn't list. We tracked that too. It was Devontae Parker this year. Finished with 54 points. Awful. I mean, so by bad. far the worst receiving core in the NFL. Um, but not, I guess not by far, because no. the, Gi- the Giants are right there. <laughs> the Giants were horrible. I picked Jalen Hyatt, who finished with 47 points. Braden, you picked Isaiah Hodgins, who finished with 44 points. <laughs> Zach, Wandale Robinson at the end, picking it up for you, getting you 92 points on wow, the year. big points there. Uh, he was not the top scoring receiver, who was Darius Slayton, who had a... a 111 points. And he finished strong, too. He finished really strong. His only – he had three weeks over 10 all year. They were back-to-back here at the end, 16.5, 18.6. Wow. We also tracked the Chiefs. None of us picked Rashi Rice. <laughs> I wanted to. But... I went with Kadarius Tony, who got me 39.5 points. Braden went with Sky Moore for 43.2. And Zach takes this home with the MVS. <laughs> 46 points. Through 17 weeks. That's an uh, average of, of what? So like bad. two and a half? Zach, you, you did kind of crush with your averages here. Wandale got you 10.2 points per week. Uh, no, um, no, no. You didn't have the math right oh, there. Oh, shit. There, 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 that makes way more sense. <laughs> Whew, it's <Wandale>. even worse. <laughs> the only player over five points per week that we picked was Wandale Robinson <laughs> at 5.4. Now, to be fair, the only other guys above five points a week were Darius Slayton at 6 and Rashi Rice at 10.2 points. Yeah, and, and Kendrick Bourne was too, but if you don't count the injury games. Okay. Um, There's but, definitely I a reason mean, we picked these terrible receiving cores. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it was just for fun. No one's really a winner here, but I, I guess if we had to give somebody a point, it would definitely go to Zach. For yeah. sure. Um, I, I somehow picked one of the worst receivers on, on the entire team for each of these guys. <laughs> Good job, Mary. I should have known Tyquan Thornton, but like... I didn't think it was going to be Devontae Parker. Yeah. Uh, we did a rookie best ball draft. We kind of talked about that a little bit. Uh, my team, absolutely horrible. Unbelievably um, bad. Bryce Young played 17 games, or 16 games so far this year. Scored 152 points. Uh, that's not good. Uh, that's, that's all I know. That's, that's less than 10 points per game for a quarterback. That's uh, really not ideal. You, 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 don't, you don't want to see that. Right. They paid a lot to get him. They paid a lot to get him. The Bears now have the number one overall pick because of it. Uh, I had Bijan, who had a decent year. Quentin John, definitely not what you paid for him. No. He was not no. the RB3 that you were hoping he was. No. Uh, I had Quentin Johnston, terrible pick. Dalton Kincaid had a little scratch there. He was good. The rest of the year sucked. Mingo, Downs, Bigsby, and Dwayne McBride, who was a score I had to take once. I think you're, you're really, your only good picks were Bijan and Josh Downs. Yeah. And Josh I, Downs wasn't great. Somehow Josh Downs was my uh, third highest scorer. Damn near second. He almost outscored Bryce Young. <laughs> yeah. Just awful performance. Your overall score, 716. Uh, my overall score, 931. Braden, 1041. Yeah, and Zach, you probably would have won or gotten... I would have absolutely. You won. would have won if we let you switch out. Uh, no, no, we love us for Richardson. No, Braden would have won by seven points. Ooh, so oh, wow. either so 
Zach, you can have Levis, Braden, you still no. won. <laughs> hey, close match of 17 oh, yeah, weeks, and we tight. were within seven points. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. And, and I, was then still... I was 300 points behind. <laughs> I remember when we kind of in the middle of the season were talking about it. I think I had a pretty decent lead because Devon A-Chan was going off and CJ Stroud, and you really closed the gap there at the end. So, that yeah, great showing. Um, dank flex plays. We've talked about this all year, how tight this was. So tight. Um Braden still pulls out the win with 46 uh, correct picks out of a po- out of 92 possible, exactly 50%. That's impressive in these uh, pickups. Yeah, it, those are they're tough matchups. Um, I had 44 correct for 47.8%. Zach, you were one behind with 43, 46.7%. Now, last year we were tight. all above 50%. We were all above 50% last year. But the guests were at like 30%, 25%. They, they were bad. Um, and we had were, guests on almost every week last year. Yeah, they, they were better this year. Um, I didn't end up pulling their number, sure. but it wasn't above ours. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, too, it, it would have been if it was just Keaton. I yes. think I think Keaton just, had like 75% you know, or But I will say, too, it felt like the selections of the flex plays were a little tougher this year, too, compared to last year. Yeah. Like it felt like there was some real t- – we were just sitting there like, ooh. <laughs> you know? um, Absolutely. We had some long-term bets. Uh, those finished up this year. Um, I talked about last week, Brock Purdy threw more touchdowns than Burrow, obviously, who didn't play several weeks. But uh, at the time of Burrow getting hurt, Purdy had thrown more. That was crazy. Jordan, uh, so Purdy finished second in the NFL with 31 touchdowns. Dak had 32. Jordan Love, third in the league, 30 touchdowns. Wow. Uh, a bit of a shocker. Um, Dobbs had the most starts for the Vikes, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Both Lions running or Zach bet that both Lions running backs would outscore Bijan Robinson the rest of the season, weeks ten through seventeen, and they right. did. Yeah. Let's go! Bijan had a buy, so uh, by weekly points, he just etched out Monty thirteen point six one per week to thirteen point three eight. But oh, that's a W. But both guys had more <laughs> points. Bijan ninety five point three points. Monty, 107.1. Gibbs with 124.7. That was a bold bet and uh, paid off for you. Thank you. Uh, the only really other long-term bet we had was Andrews outscores Kelsey rest of year. We made that really early on. Um, well, not that early. I guess November. Andrews must have got hurt <laughs> damn near immediately after. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Good job, boys. It's I, I forgot all of those, and that's uh, it's it's fun looking back and all those. I don't think we really we all we have other than that is is the munchies. Um, our top overall munchie of the year. Uh, can you guys guess without looking? Yes, um, I think I already looked. I can guess without looking. I think that it is going to be the uh, flaming hot. Lay's queso ruffle chip or ruffles, ruffles. flaming hot queso. 10.0 for all three of us. <laughs> yes. For a perfect score. Um, we had some 9.8 with the Doritos Flamin' Hot Limon. Ooh, I would lower those. that now. Yeah, I think I would too. Um, I love a those. 9.6 with the Tangy Chili Fusion Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Those were pretty good. They I were like pretty those. good. That's solid. Um, then we got our worst score of the year. Does anybody know what that is? Oh, off the top of my head, not really. <laughs> It had it, to, we it, were it pretty was, was underwhelmed really, with the turtles. It, yeah, it yeah. sucked. But yeah. <laughs> it was the Trader Joe's Tangy <laughs> Turtles. They had, they had an overall score of five point eight. Um, there was a four point eight, but that was out of five. <laughs> Somebody gave uh, the 
buffalo chicken dip kettle cook lays a negative 9.6? That was a guest? <laughs> that was Luke Erickson. Oh, yeah. He was, <laughs> did he not have uh, He didn't he have, didn't have them. them. Okay. And so so it, he actually said it was a 4.8 out of 5 stars. Yeah. That's what we, we came up with. Okay. Which is fair. It was a delicious. It, you it got was it. a great snack. That might um, be our second highest score. Which one was that one? The buffalo chicken dip kettle oh, cooked lays. Those are the Takis Intense Nacho uh, only got a 7.7, one of the lower scores on the year. A 7.3 for the Funyun Spicy Queso. Yeah, disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Um, 7.8 for the Snickers Peanut Brownie. That one was disappointing, too. Yeah, but, I mean, it was, it was, like, it was, it was, it was just a regular Snickers. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, overall, we had, some, we had some good scores throughout the year. Um, there was a, a few 10s awarded. Uh, we all did it for the Ruffles Flamin' Hot Queso Cheese. <laughs> yeah. I gave a 10 to the uh, Doritos Flamin' Hot Limon. Ooh, um, I should have given that a 10. I don't see you were, any you were out that week, so we had, a, we had a, a guest on one of these weeks. Yep. Uh, Doritos Flamas got a 9.6, 9.7 for Twix Cookie Dough. There were some high oh, scores. That was good. Zach was a big Cookie Dough fan. Um, My- but now, I mean, we're on to the real munchie. Yes. I mean, that, that, that's all we have left here. We can talk a little bit of bikes, too. We but. can talk some bikes, but it, I, I think it's time. We transition yep. into our final munchies of the season, and we're doing the frozen pizza taste test. And up first, we've got Red Baron. Ooh. And lots of matzo. And lots of matzo. And tombstone. And tombstone. All pepperoni. All pepperoni. All Everything's pizza. pepperoni. And our final two are going to be Jack's and Roma. Oof. So we're, we're going with straw. You know, three of those like five to seven dollar pizzas, and then a couple like two dollar pizzas. Yeah. So we'll get this all situated, get it all in front of us, come back to you, and uh, we'll be right back. Sounds good. All right, we're here. We've got the first three pizzas lined up. We've got Red Baron. We got lots of matzah. We got Tombstone. Yeah. Are we ready to dig in? I think we start with Red Baron here. Yep. Okay. Um, and one bite. One bite? Everyone knows. Everyone knows. It's a solid frozen pizza. I don't, so it's, good. It's, I don't think it's going to be my top, but it is good. It might. Dude, I love Red Baron. Mmm. Tastes yeah. like home. I'm doing more than one bite. Oh, absolutely. Dave does more than one bite. <laughs> he just keeps reiterating that it's one bite. Everybody knows the rules. <laughs> you also got to get a bite of crust. Yeah. Every pizza has to have a crush bite. Mm. Red Baron, it's got like a sweeter um, pizza sauce that just does it for me. I got a sweet It's sweeter. And it does remind me of your house growing up, Zach. Thank sure. you. You, <laughs> you were you were a Red Baron family. Yeah. I was a Tombstone family. Yes, you were. 100%. The tombstone, ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing you guys had in your I think we just go to that next rather than the lots of matzo. Okay. Let's right. do it. That's a good contrast. We, all right. Can we transition? To that pizza? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Do we, want, do we need to give this a score? Oh, we yeah. We, we got to know. Are we going to compare? Yeah, yeah. Like, do we do each of them and then rate? Or do we... I don't know. Do I don't live? know. I think we try them all and then we give them a score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Or just rate them. Or just rate them. All right. All right. Okay. Red Baron done. Tombstone next. Tombstone's up. Let's do it. All right. Definitely thicker. <laughs> yep. No, some more punch, but I don't know if that's the cooking method or the. It might itself. be the cooking method. Um, one was on pizzazz, and one was on in the mm-hmm. oven. Yeah, but we'll see how it compares with the lots of matzah. It's good. It I, is good. They're com- so different, but I mean, my initial. Can I tell you which one of these two I feel like I like more? Yeah, I think I'm leaning Red Baron. 
I think I'm leaning Tombstone. But it's probably the nostalgia thing. It's a how we grew up. Yeah. They're both stuck right now. Yeah, they're they're so similar but so different. I don't know. Um, I do like the sweet sauce though. Mm -hmm. I might be leaning a little bit Red Baron right now. That's fair. That's fair. On to to lots of matzo? Or do you want to? Sure. Yeah, we'll just keep rapid fire going through and we don't have to finish every pizza. We can do that later. Yep. (laughs) So let's do lots of matzo. Let's do lots of matzo. It's definitely more of an untraditional style. That's completely different. This is so good. So good. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's far it's, and away the best. Yes. Um, it's coated in cheese. It's coated in cheese. It is a lot. Lots of mozzarella. Um, it's not that much sauce, which is a good thing, I think. Disagree. The, Big sauce boy here. So thin. Very thin. Surprisingly I, thin. I like the thinness of it. I'm normally a thick crust guy, but this, this pizza is definitely doing it for me. And the crust is almost completely different. Like it, lo- it looks very it's, white. It's like non-existent. But it's, mm-hmm. oh, it's so tasty. And it gets a little bit of that oily sheen on the cheese, like you know, some real cheese they're using. That was without question my number one. Yeah, between these three. I thought it would be, and I I think it backed it up. Yeah. All right, I think maybe we take a little break. Yep. We get the other two pizzas ready. Absolutely. Then we give them a score. Yep. All right, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're going to do just the Roma. We got the Jacks cooking right now. Let's go for it. All right. I think it's going to score better than I thought. <laughs> it is absolutely worse than the other three. I kind of like the cardboard crust. <laughs> it's just cardboard with sauce and cheese. Yeah, it's just cardboard. about that thin cardboard crust. The sauce has a good fluorescent color. It is definitely a lesser pizza. This would be by far the easiest one to smash, the entire thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it took like three bites yeah. of cardboard and it's gone. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely the thinnest. Um, not much of a crust. It's in fourth up. place right now. It's, it's, it's <laughs> definitely in fourth place, but it was better than I was expecting. Absolutely. I was thinking, oh, maybe it's going to be like a five or six. Nope. Pizza starts out at like five or six. Yeah. It, it, the p- worst piece of <laughs> Totino's. <laughs> that we were just talking about. Totino's is the baseline. I that won't handle this slander. That is the five. What are you looking for? I want to try the Red Baron again. That's not that. <laughs> I, know, I just don't about looking at the bottom. Yeah. I, I came hungry, so like. I'm not just having five pieces of pizza today. We're eating five pizzas. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine if we finished all five? It'd be incredible. Gun to my head, I could. With you. <laughs> if, if, we, if we had Keaton here, it'd be a no-brainer. Oh, they, yeah. they would all be eating. Yeah. <laughs> I do got to save room for the Jacks. I think uh, this is a good time to pause, and we'll be right back. And we're back. We're ready to try the final pizza. We got Jacks here. We're going to do a recap score them all. Let's do it. <laughs> It's really close to Roma. It, no, it's way better than the Roma. It, it's better flavor for sure, but the, the cardboard crust is similar. You got bites of all five here. Now, I'm just going to go back, take a bite of all five, yeah. give my final scores. Yeah, sounds good. Going right from Jack's to Roma. Never would have thought. Roma is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it too. I got it. Well... How are we going to do this? We're just going to rank them one, two, three, four, five. We're going to give them scores out of ten. It's going to be one, two, three, four, yeah, five. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a lot of ranking. Too much ranking. All right. I think we're all in agreement here on the worst. Yeah, Roma's, Roma. Roma's the worst. Roma's in sure. the five spot. Now, the four spot could have some tosses up. I, I, I have to go Jacks. Okay. Yeah. Really? I normally like, I used to crisp up my Jacks a little more. It was a little different than I'm. And how you would make it style, but also it's been since college probably. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would go forward with Jacks as well. 
Um, yeah, Jackson the four spot as expected, but but you know we got that distinction. Jackson yeah. better than Roma. Yeah, for sure. Now we got the top three here. I I think fresh out the oven, I might prefer the Red Baron. I came back to that afterwards, but now just having it again, the Tombstone to me was just better. Okay, like after it's cooling down a little bit, cooling down and sitting for a little while. So, so, so you're yeah. throwing Red Baron in the three spot. Red Baron three for me. Okay, Braden. I think I'd go two stone. Tombstone. I got Tombstone in the three as well, so lock that in at the two spot. Garrett? Uh, Tombstone. Braden? Uh, it's Red Baron. For me, it's Red Baron. And the number one obvious pick, lots of matzah. Woo! Brew pub pizza. Incredible. Incredible stuff. All the cheese, all the pepperoni, good sauce. Great pizza. Yeah. So. I think uh, also we declared one last year. We can declare this this year. Braden, I think you did win the pod just overall again this year. Best best finish in the Guinea Sum League. Best game flex plays. Number one for your picks of the week. I mean, for what you actually participated in, you basically won. Yeah. <laughs> so, besides, besides pigskin pick basically. Yeah. Like two years in a row, Zach. We gotta we gotta do Step something. up our game. I mean, this guy, he's got he's got sources, man. He's got sources. He doesn't tell us who they are. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he knows what he's doing. He so. knows something. If you want to stay just ahead of the pack by a little bit, listen to Braden's advice. <laughs> well, thanks, boys. I appreciate it. It was a tight one. Glad to pull it off. It was a fun year, guys. Great year. It was a great year. Um, I'm sure we'll be back in the offseason doing a little NFL draft show. Might do a Super Bowl recap. Might do some rookie dynasty talk. Um, we'll let you know. We'll be back eventually. Yeah. <laughs> we always are. Yeah. Of course. Um, always be another show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So congrats to another good year, fellas. Absolutely. And uh, until next time, uh, later, dudes. Later, dude. Later, dude.